When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And together we are FNA Van Life. This is the podcast where every week we bring you news from the nomadic community or interviews with other nomads so you can know what it's really like to live life on the road. And we are on the road finally, which is great. It feels so good to be here at Schooly Palooza. It's been. I feel like it's been a while since we've been on the road. Now we're on the road with the baby, which is wild. Mm-hmm. And an event, which is wild. Yeah. And we have some friends here with us today. Friends that were really just internet friends, I feel like. And we finally <laughs> had an opportunity to meet. And what better way to get to know each other than on the podcast? Yeah, so today we have Tally and Trina. Is that how I say it? Yeah, that's okay. us. <laughs> okay, and TNT. so... TNT. TNT. Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> We're F&A, yeah. and they're TNT. <laughs> so we'll have the links in the description below of their Instagram and how you can find them so you get to know them even more. Maybe put some faces to the, to the voices. Perfect. That would be awesome. That'd yeah. be so rad. Yeah, we've never done a podcast before, so it's going to be kind of exciting. Going to answer a lot of questions. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's start from the beginning of your nomadic journey. What kind of inspired you guys to get on the road? You're in a box truck. I feel like that's an alternative choice. So, like, where did you guys, you know, where did this adventure begin? Heck yeah. So Tally and I actually met in 2018 and then got together in 2020 after we started living in the same town. And he grew up outside of, like, Cave Junction, Oregon, kind of in Tequilma. Yep. Uh, way off-grid, like, super hippie, and so I was totally on to the different kind of lifestyle. Um, and so when we had gotten together in 2020, I had just purchased uh, a box truck with a blown motor, and I got it for a good deal, and so <laughs> I was... because well, it wasn't running. <laughs> it was not running. It was totally defunct. So, so I got it to uh, a house to work on, and then I hadn't touched it for months. And then we met and started talking. And, like, we were together for only three months, and he, like, looks at me, and he's like, I have to tell you something. I said, okay. And he's like, well, you know that big box truck that's out front? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, actually, I, I bought that because I wanted to convert it. And he's like, he showed me the plans, and it was this, like, rad bachelor build, right, where he's going to have his, like, dirt bike on one <laughs> side, Murphy bed on the other, you know, a little kitchenette kind of thing. And I was like, that's so cool. And he's like, yeah, so that's kind of been, like, one of my dreams, you know. And I was like, I'd live in a van. He's mm. like what? Like, you, you're down to live in a van? I was like, heck yeah. I mean, I don't know about having a dirt bike in it, but if we, you know, maybe change a couple of things so it can, like, fit both of us, and yeah, I'm super down. It's and me or the dirt bike. Yeah. <laughs> one, man. Until this year, we got both the dirt bike and her. It got kicked oh, outside, yeah. though. I get inside, it gets outside. <laughs> That's fair. That was his first love. Yeah. <laughs> the same bike, too. It is, yeah. That's funny. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so, and that's the black truck that we're living in right now, too, which is like really fun because yeah. it's lasted us a while. And we've gone through what, two engines, three engines now? Yeah, we're on our third it. engine now. Yeah. Uh, we've had some really bad luck with the engine issues, but Best we're good piece now. of advice, if you buy a box truck or any vehicle, make sure the engine is solid. That yeah. is the number one thing. <laughs> yeah, and I knew it was going to be an issue because I bought it with a blown engine, so we kind of prepped for that. But, uh, yep, that's part of living on the road is just 
dealing with things as they go. So, so I'm kind of curious. Like you said, you met in 2018. How did you guys meet? Aww. We're actually both into motorcycles. <laughs> so she was riding. Uh, she came to town, and I had a, a good motorcycle friend. And he said, "Hey, there's this girl, and you got to meet her. Like she's into motorcycles. She wants to go on a ride, but she doesn't have her bike in town. So she needs to jump on the back of somebody else's bike." And you're the guy. Like, you need a meter. And I was like, cool, that sounds good. So we met up, and we met up at the local coffee shop. And she jumped on the back of his bike, and we went for a ride. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, like, he, I've known him for years, yeah. and, like, how I am is, like, when I meet a cute guy or whatever, I get, like, super quiet. I'm like, mm. oh, gosh, he's really cute. I can't, like, be embarrassing, and da, da, da. And I'm usually, like, talkative and extroverted and, like, really wild kind of thing. And so I saw him, and I was like, act cool. Like, <laughs> don't be weird. And so then that whole summer, we just kept going on, like, a bunch of rides together. And every time it was, so it was, like, a group of, like, six or seven of us, and there was only two single dudes in the group. It was Tally and a guy named Louie. And Louie was, like, in his 50s, you know? So I was like, mm. oh, that guy's, like, rad. Like, he's really chill to be around, like, no problem. Kept trying to, like, talk to Tally and flirt with him, but then would, like, get on Louie's bike. And so Tally sees that, he goes, oh, she's super into, like, older guys. Like, okay, I get it. Like, I'll back off a little. And so he... A lot older. <laughs> a yeah. lot older. <laughs> like, they can't see you. You're not in the age range of <laughs> dating a 50-year-old man. Like, he can be your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I love it. I love and it. And not only that, I'm super introverted. So when we, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make the first move when trying to talk to her, you know, and, and yeah. but, but no wonder she it took two years. Yeah, <laughs> but she ended up, uh, we, she rode on the bike quite a bit and, uh, we had a really good time. We spent a lot of time that, uh, that summer, but then she had plans to move and I did not have plans to move at that time. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like, okay, well, it's been a blast, like hanging out with you and, and, but you're, you're moving this way and I'm moving this way. And so. When, when was the first time you actually asked her to get on your bike? Did you ever do that? It was Yeah, it was later on that same day. Oh, uh, okay. on the, the, the day we met. He, okay. he picked her up, and then his girlfriend met up with us later. And so when the his girlfriend showed up, she jumped on the back of his bike, and she jumped on uh, Trina jumped onto my bike. Oh, okay. And then we went on. It was like a two-hour ride, and it was great. Um, I ride sport bikes, and so if you guys know about sport bikes, they are not comfortable no. for a second seat. <laughs> and so Trina's on a very small back seat, and like super... And it was like... Sport bike's a little scary for, mm -hmm. you know, when you're on the back. And uh, it, was a, it was a great day, though. <laughs> well, and one of his really great other friends, Jeremy, um, Jeremy and I are really good friends also. And so I rode, you know, on Jeremy's bike a little bit and Tally's bike and we go back and forth. And I remember at one point we, like, stopped at, you know, a gas station to, like, get drinks or whatever. And Jeremy, like, comes over to me. He's, like, kind of nudges me. You know, he's like, hey, how, how's it going on the back of Tally's bike? And I was like, well... I think he's trying to be respectful or something, but he's going kind of slow. Because <laughs> I'm used to, like, like I ride bikes, too, and so I'm used to, like, oh, you want to go, like, 140? Like, okay, let's go. Like, yeah. let's get it. And he was like, oh, I really like this girl. Like, I want to impress her, so I want to be respectful. So right. he's, like, hanging in the taking back, easy, you know, taking yeah. it easy. Didn't want to scare me. <laughs> he was being sweet. He was being so yeah. sweet. And yeah. so... And then, yeah, so I, I moved back from Las Vegas in 2020 because um, I was living in Las Vegas at the time, and during COVID, like, everything shut down. Like, I couldn't even afford to pay my rent at the time because I used to help at a school when I lived in Utah. I moved all over. Mm -hmm. um, I used to help at a school in Utah, and so Nevada sent me a letter saying, hey, we can't give you the government help aid because you are a teacher, and mm. so you can't get it. And I was like, I, I fought with them for months, and like it, it ended up that I had to move out of Las Vegas because I couldn't afford rent anymore, and it was a bummer. Plus, they were like, people would show up to other people's houses and claim to be Red Cross, and they were like mugging people in mm. their house. Like, it was, it was so scary and so bad, and like, you couldn't buy groceries, like... It was all bad news bears. Yeah. 
so moved back to Oregon, and, like, I think within a month of me moving back, Tally, like, messaged and was like, hey, like, COVID must be so crazy in Las Vegas right now, you know, like, are you safe down there, this and that, and I hadn't mm-hmm. talked to him in two years, and Aww. I remember sitting there with my parents, and I was like, oh. and my mom was like, what? I was like, oh, that, that guy from two years ago messaged me that, like, got a new girlfriend, you know, and she was like, you give that boy a chance. He was such a nice guy. And I was like, okay, Thanks, you're Mom. right. That's so a I, blessing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we started talking f- for a couple months. And, of course, during COVID, you don't really hang out with people in person. So we talked a lot, uh, a lot online, even though we were kind of close. And then um, I left on a, a trip for, like, two weeks. When I came back, she was like, we, we need to hang out. And so she came over right after the trip. And we ended up getting together, like, that week. And... Uh, <laughs> Three months later, yeah, talked about the box truck and talked about, like, goals. And we had a dream of uh, starting a videography business. And so it was kind of like, okay, I'm going to build the box truck into what we need. And you build the business into the videography. And so we just took it from there. That's awesome. Let me ask you a timeline, because I feel like Frank and I kind of moved pretty quick, too. Like, yeah. we met... 2018 the, or 17? 2018. Yeah. And then six months later, we started the bus or the van thing and then six months after that we moved I told in her on the first date though <laughs> yeah oh, I, I told her not to get attached <laughs> but then also on the same date because it was such a long date I actually told her but like if you want to come you can too yeah <laughs> so but, so I feel like we moved pretty quick in terms yeah. of like within a year and a half I guess of meeting each other for the very first we were time together we were mo- we were starting our van trip yeah I'm sorry bus van yeah we're we're at schoolie palooza so he's all bus 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 (laughs) but yeah so within a year and a half we went from meeting each other to living in a van together yeah so what was that like timeline for you like once you started dating how long until you moved into the box truck so we started dating uh june 22nd um of 2020 Hmm. in september late september we decided to start cleaning out the truck and getting it ready to build and then we were like mid beginning of the build process and the engine needed to be replaced and so we took it to a mechanic and it was like months and so we didn't move into the truck uh all the way i think into late 21 i think so yeah march um we did a little bit of like pre-trips before it was done yeah but we didn't actually end up moving but that being said (laughs) we were together from like within an arm's reach of each other from June 22nd when we got together she had moved in that week and we have been in the last three and a half years almost four years we've been apart for two weeks yeah Yeah. or three weeks I took took one trip I think to Las Vegas and one trip to Utah Mm -hmm. without him and I think that's the only time in three and a half years that we've been apart (laughs) yeah yeah we feel you so it was was tight from from the moment uh, we got together but yeah the truck took a lot longer than expected and and building outside Mm -hmm. you guys know how that is Mm -hmm. (laughs) out in the cold you know I mean it's a testament to how much you guys really love each other and care about each other too because like a lot of people you know we're very similar to how you guys are a lot of people like need time apart mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. when you when we have time apart it's like like i miss you like the first day <laughs> that we're apart we're like i miss you can we be back together um i don't know why i decided to come to new york and work for a month but uh yeah you know so it's, it's interesting you know it's like you, you have people that you know, the normal nine-to-fivers, I think, are more used to it because they leave their house and go to their job, and they're at their job and away from their significant other for most of the day, five days a week, if yeah. not more. Mm-hmm. You know, where all of us 
are always with our partner. And yeah. when that <laughs> nine to five thing happens, you're like, uh, this feels weird. Yeah. 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 Being within arm's reach of, of your significant other for majority of your day is definitely a different kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially yeah. for you guys, because you were saying like working together and everything, like you guys filming like all your videos together mm-hmm. and working uh-huh. on your builds together, like it's such a different energy than doing things separately. You know, it's like you're a power team, like you get to do it all mm-hmm. together, which is so yeah. rad. <laughs> well, you guys are kind of doing the same thing with your photography business. Mm-hmm. So do you want to kind of talk about that in terms of like how you make that's money on kind the road. of, yeah, I feel like everybody's always you know that's the biggest question how do you live on the road and make money and like it's very complicated but everybody's got a different way to do it so what's yours um so well we actually just rebranded our business which is really exciting so when Tally and I first got together and after the three months he was going to build the box truck and I was going to start a business at the time you know like when you first start dating someone you don't know if they're the one and everything and so when I named the business originally I named it Trina Christine Film Co after my name so when people found us it was kind of clear like oh that's Trina perfect like that's who I'm going to be working with and Tally's been to every single wedding as my second shooter for three years now Mm. and so we were both like realizing that we're like well, it's kind of silly to have a business named after just one of us. Mm-hmm. Let's rebrand and now make it, like, our business. And so we called ourselves Into the Vow, like, Into the Wild, but into wedding vows, cute. you know. Yeah, very cute. Cute little play on words. And, and it's really exciting um, because how we've kind of geared it is we really like warm weather. Who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we, we kind of shoot weddings from, like, May until October up in Oregon. And then after that, we go south. And so we're in Arizona or Baja for the remainder of the year. And then we go back up. And and on top of weddings, we also do, um, uh, we work for a nonprofit. So we work for like Four Way Community Foundation or Illinois Valley Community Development Organization. They're really amazing like artists and they just like really want their community to do well. So we would do a lot of like videos for them a lot of the time. And so it is really interesting. Like once you get on the road, the more you network with people, the more like little jobs that you can find along the way. And so that's what we're really excited to do this year on this trip is like, really to like expand like who we know in our circle and to really just like I don't know just do free photos with people and just have fun like doing photos on the road like we want to do a, a photo shoot in White Sands New Mexico would be so be rad cool. we've or... never been there that would be so cool yeah oh really yeah I, I always see photos of it and I, like it's just such a rad looking spot and like just the the backdrop and like the the white sand and how it just uh, like the fact that you can get this glossy looking like lake. Yeah. Look. Oh, it's so magical. It's yeah. so pretty and so. Yeah, we just need to. We're gonna be like those van lifers out there holding a cardboard sign saying, "Do you want free photos?" Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. be so yeah. funny. This year is uh, definitely focusing on building our uh, photography portfolio because our mm-hmm. video portfolio is pretty pretty good for the mm-hmm. weddings on the last couple of years. But we're getting into photography this year, and so we're gonna be pushing for that and doing lots of different uh, photo shoots. Yeah, cool. I think the awesome thing about like the free aspect of it too is that when you give people this opportunity to like see what you're shooting and whatnot, and you pass them the photos, then it also reminds them oh we have these photographers that we really genuinely enjoyed and it's a marketing thing at the same time Mm -hmm. so you have like the two things you're giving away some free stuff but also at the same time you might they might live in arizona and be getting married next year Mm -hmm. they might live in this place and be getting married you know the two years from now and they might say you know what we really liked how they did photography for us and we would like to hire them on type Mm -hmm. of thing yeah i was thinking like uh into the vow with TNT, dynamite <laughs> photography. <laughs> I like that. I 
That's sorry, sorry. Get my that ma- made into a magnet, put it on our back door, it'd be so fun. Yeah, <laughs> my marketing brain is just like going off. I, love I would it. definitely use the TNT. We love it. Keep on, keep yeah. on coming. Yeah. Like we need all the advice yeah. we can get. Like yeah. <laughs> that's like the funny thing about like owning a business. I'm sure you guys know it too. Is like mm-hmm. it's like the work never stops, right? Like yeah. there's never like if if you take a break and you don't want to work for a week that it doesn't get done. And so there's not like, you know, the backup team doing the behind the scenes stuff. It's like, you are your business. And so however much work you want to put into it, like that's, what's going to come of it. That's something we've talked about a lot that we absolutely love it because we grind hard for like eight months straight. And then we're like, okay, let's drive into the desert and see Mm -hmm. no one for like four months, except friends and you know, like all that kind of stuff. And I feel like that sounds like a pretty good balance though. Cause it's like, you have your on season and then you have your off season Mm -hmm. and then your on season kind of pays for the off season. But then you get to kind of be in the van the whole time you're not like worried about you know having an apartment and then like oh what are we gonna do with the apartment while we're like our friends are like circling the vehicle right now (laughs) oh they're trying to figure out what they want to do oh how rad crooks yeah yeah so we got the other homies pulling up right now i mean they've been on the (laughs) podcast i think at least two times at this point uh we'll probably have them on again we love those guys but but yeah it's it's a it's incredible to hear like how you're making money on the road because i feel like a lot of people uh just like kind of struggle with this well and and they think it all has to be like online yeah like we have to make our business online we have to have a youtube channel we have to make social media we have Mm -hmm. to like da 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 and it's like like you were saying earlier you're like we tried the youtube for a day and we were like we don't want to do this yeah so not us not at all and even social media for us like I I, we have brides like reach out to us all the time and they're like oh yeah so we found you on the knot in the wedding wire you know but we looked at your social media like are those your full films I'm like oh gosh no (laughs) like those are like some teasers that I throw together you know and stuff like that but the reality for us is that we love to focus on the people and the films and much less about like the social media and and kind of stuff okay we're gonna have to take a pause we will be back (laughs) Schoolie's too busy. <laughs> All right, well, that was a big, huge break, a big, huge pause. It's been like a week since uh, <laughs> since that all went down. And uh, <clears throat> we've been at Schoolie Palooza. It's been an incredible time. So let's talk a little bit about Schoolie Palooza. You know, I guess you guys were here last year, right? Yeah. Maybe you could compare it a little like last year to this year. And, uh, you know, why was... you love coming. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, last year we hadn't. We had been on the road for three months or so, and we had met not a single van lifer besides like waving at them while we drove by. Um, so when we showed up last year, it was very like uh, nerve wracking to go out and meet people. And as soon as we started to, we made one friend online that we saw come in with their with their bus name on the outside, and we talked to them, and they were incredible, and they introduced us to their friend, and then they introduced us to four friends, and all of a sudden, we had this whole community of people that were just so genuine, so open, so welcoming, and it really helped us, like, wow, there really is cool people on the road, and, like, really found the community, and so coming to this year, we already had a few, couple friends from last year, and it was really a neat experience to get to see all them after about a year of not seeing them because we all went different directions during that time. Uh-oh. Sorry, that's Everly screaming in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but it's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> got a little bow tie on and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah No School has been like absolutely fantastic and like we, we talk about all the time that we're behind the camera a lot of the times and so like to actually like kind of just set that to the side and get to really be present for like one full week of like meeting people, telling stories, swapping stories, like, hearing where they're from and, like, all this kind of thing. It just really makes the world, like, 
a lot smaller and, like, closer together, in my opinion, because, like, I feel like so many people just get in this grind of, like, oh, I have to work, oh, I have to do this, oh, I have to do that, and it's, like, when you get to come to something like Schooly Palooza and just sit around, like, a fireplace, like, we sat around the fire, what, like, almost every night, like, just, like, hearing, like, other people's adventures and stuff, it really, like, opens a lot of thought processes for people, you know? Yeah, and you didn't only sit around the fire, you spun fire. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was wild. That was, <laughs> we, uh, so last year we came and we brought, like, all our cameras and everything, and so, uh, Caleb was, like, one of the, like, one of the fire spinners that we saw, and we were just like, oh, my gosh, like, that is such a beautiful art form, like, I want to go and watch it, and so the next night, I was like, I bet we could bring our cameras, like, we can make some friends and film them, and so we, we, uh, took, like, a ton of photos and a ton of videos, and I went up to him afterwards, and I was like, hey, hope this isn't weird, got tons of content of you guys, like, would love to give it to you, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, are you posting it somewhere, and I was like, nope, just got content of you, because, like, I thought it was so beautiful, and, like, I feel like people that have such a beautiful art firm deserve to have it seen, mm -hmm. and so I was like, yeah, like, and so we, like, swapped Instagrams and stuff like that, and so then this year, for Christmas, Tally was like, he surprised me with fire poi, even though I don't know, like, five moves on poi. Like, not not a professional at all, by any means. And so, uh, one of the fire spinners, Caleb, from last year that we, like, sent all his content to, he's like, so when are you going to spin fire? And I was like, well, funny story. <laughs> just, just got some, haven't done it yet. And so he was like, I would be honored to, like, be the one to, like, light your first burn. And I was like, oh, that'd be so cool. So, went out and did it a couple times, and... It's really fun to embarrass yourself. It was, it's, it's so worth it because, like, it's like you never know what's like what's the best that could happen. You know, like you never know until you go out there and do it. Like you did awesome though. Like you did not embarrass yourself. I think. Oh, it's, thank you. Yeah, nah, you killed it. Like I think it was uh, one of the coolest things to see. Like I was watching Sean kind of help teach you too. Oh, over he's here. so good. Yeah. And, and so like watching that and then seeing you out there doing it, I was like. Holy crap, look at this girl go! You know? Watch him go! <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, you definitely did not embarrass yourself. You look super awesome while doing it. Appreciate you, appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I feel like it's such a supportive community that like, every, you know, even if you're a beginner, you're out there and you're doing it and you're trying and like, that's all that really matters, you mm. know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was very like, supportive. I yes. felt like, like, no one was like, oh, you're a beginner. Like, right. Like, it was like, the exact opposite where they're like, oh, you know, five moves, perfect, let's do those five moves, you know, and, like, now let's work on it the next day, like, to learn some more, and it was just, like, really inclusive, it was so cool. <laughs> no judgment, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, yeah. we're there at all, the, like, to cheer each other on, you know, type of deal. I would say one of my, like, favorite parts of when we were out one of the nights was when we were all out dancing and stuff, and we were just having a great time. Uh, like, everybody, once again, no judgment, so everybody was just throwing out whatever moves they had or didn't have, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, Tally was throwing backflips. Yeah, yeah. yeah, gotta keep them on your toes, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, like, an incredible experience, all that, and then all the campfires that we had sitting mm -hmm. around, have an opportunity to have Everly here and, uh, you know, hanging out with everybody and her just smiling and laughing and having such a great time with, with you guys. She really likes Tally's mohawk, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so cute. Every time she sees you, she just big old smile on her face. Yeah. She's such a happy baby. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I like, the circle that we kind of grew here, it seems like, became people that we either haven't met or knew and everybody kind of seemed to know every like somebody in the circle and just made like such a beautiful beautiful experience um and we appreciate you guys coming over and chatting with us because you know it 
we would never met you otherwise, you know, if you didn't if you didn't have the cojones to come over and say hello, <laughs> you know, because sometimes that's what it is. It's just like feeling confident and coming over. Well, you guys are so welcoming and like so genuine, and it's really a great to like meet the meet the people, you know, because mm-hmm. we uh, we've been talking to you guys for a while, and so it's been really fun to actually get to see you and actually get to know you and. You guys are exactly what we would thought you would be. <laughs> like, just amazing. That's so. awesome. Did you feel more confident coming this year that you knew a couple people or you knew who you were going to park next to or like? It did definitely help. Um, but I, I do definitely want to touch on that. It, they were so welcoming last year when we had no idea. We, yeah. We had no idea where to park. We pulled in at night. We pulled next to a guy's trailer and he was like totally cool he's like yeah sure you can park there no big deal and i was like okay thank you you know and and we're all you know a little bit shy a little bit introverted um for the first couple nights because we didn't know anybody and then it was like you just we went up to one of our one of our really close friends now shane and shelby i just recognized them from instagram and i had been following them for a year and a half and so i was like i'm pretty sure that's them babe we should go up and talk to them I look on their Instagram and they're wearing the same jacket and I was like, that's for sure them. So we walk up and talk to them and like instant, instant friendship and so welcoming to them. And then they knew a couple people they had already talked to and, and just branches out from there. So you mm-hmm. definitely don't have to know somebody to come to an event like this. I think yeah. Instagram is actually so powerful for this community because people are moving so much and like, you know, you're in one state, you're in the next state, you're in the next state. Like, you never know where someone's going to be. But if you find people on Instagram that you connect with, you see them at the event, you say hello, you see in their story, oh, they're in Oregon, we're in Oregon, we should reach out. Like, what are you up to? So, you know, if you are new on the road, I think it's a really good idea to, like, start making those connections virtually so that when you do get the opportunity to see somebody in person, you can, like, make that switch. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's um, what we did when, like, when we first showed up to school like, last year. I remember we were sitting on the bed, and we have, like, this big four-foot window at the foot of our bed, and both of us had, like, a set up our pillows, and we're, like, staring outside of it, and literally every single rig that went by that had, like, an Instagram at sign on it, we were just like, perfect, let's follow them, and we followed them, and we reached out and, like, sent almost every single person a message, and we're like, hi, we're new at school, and we just saw you guys go by, would love to come see you, you know, and, like, meet you and stuff, and we just, like, totally threw ourselves out there to, like, yeah. so many people, and we were nervous about it at first, but... Honestly, every single person was just fantastic. <laughs> We've met, I don't even know, a couple hundred people and not a single bad experience. Yeah. And I'll even go, like, and just say, like, you could reach out, you could go and see those people. Like, even that first conversation may be awkward, but stick to it. You know what I mean? Like, stick to it. Like, because some people come in with a feeling of, like, excitement and, like, ready to go. And, and they might not feel as awkward as... We might, or or vice versa, you know what I mean? Uh, but just, like, stick to it, because then eventually it just feels more natural and it gets easier. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's... So you can tell when some people might be nervous, or, you know, like... There's, there's all different types of people, and depending on what type you are, just, like, stick to it. Keep chatting. If somebody invites you into the circle, join. You know, obviously, Everly wants to join this conversation. It's so cute. And, yeah, she's, Can you, you know, grab me a bit? She's part of the podcast. <laughs> she definitely is. She's an integral part of this. Right. <laughs> so now, you know, moving forward, schoolie's kind of wrapping up. I think you guys are maybe staying a little bit longer than yeah. we are. Yeah. But what's on your agenda kind of moving forward for the year until you can come back to your next schoolie? <laughs> yeah. 
So this year, we, uh, as school comes to an end, uh, we're heading over to Phoenix. We have some good friends there, and we're also way into dancing. And Phoenix has a very good country dancing scene. Country dancing? Country dancing. What does that even mean? If you're into any kind of like, okay, so I, oh, I don't even know how to start explaining this. So it's so fun. I, I used to be a ballroom dancer. And okay. like ballroom is very very strict and you have like dance like exact things versus country dancing is you learn a set of footwork and then from there you can totally go creative on it and make it your own and so everybody on the dance floor is moving in the same direction but you can add like flair to it and your personality to it and really like kind of make it your own and it's there's some line dances that are like similar all over the country and other ones that are different and so whenever we get to travel it's really nice like to meet other people that like because, like, van life community, you can meet people, and then also through that, you get to meet people, and it's just really wonderful to just show up and be like, hi, we're not from this state at all, but we know exactly what you guys know, and then you right. can, like, you know, like, bounce ideas off each other for, like, dance moves and stuff like that, and so it's really, it's really fun. It's a really good passion. <laughs> and for me, I don't know very many moves at all, but yet it's still a welcoming community, and I do no flares, and nobody cares about it, and it, they're a good community, also very welcoming, <laughs> very different from van life, but also very inclusive about it. So. Yeah, I think if you're willing to try something new, no matter what it is, there's a lot of people that are in those communities that want to see more people doing it. So just the simple fact that you're showing interest, and you know, we were kind of talking about this when we were talking about Baja a bit last night. Uh, at the fire is like if you try to learn the language mm-hmm. and you're so, showing interest in how like you know other people's life and whatnot and the form of life that they're living it's going to help your experience and the people are going to be more welcoming and so on and so forth so i think it's very similar for all the different communities well dance is a language mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. 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 it's a language it's an and expression. an art and and can be difficult yeah. <laughs> yeah. when you don't know how. But so that's cool. You're going to Phoenix. You're yep. going to dance your little hearts out. And yep. then and then we, uh, we're going to see some family for a little bit in Arizona, just a week or so. And then we're planning on coming back up. We're going to meet with some more Instagram friends that we've made. And we're going to jet down into Baja. So, yeah, that's a big, that, that'll be our first time uh, in the van crossing the border and we're going to try and cross with some friends just to make it a little smoother. But yeah. um, from all your guys' knowledge and experience, uh, we feel way more confident and we're not really nervous at all. It's, Good. it's more nice. just excitement. And um, so, yeah, we're going to be heading all the way down to Cabo San Lucas. That's I love dope. that. Yeah, that's dope. I wish we were going with you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we wish you guys were going too. It'd be so yeah. fun. <laughs> Little caravan going down. Right. Oh, yeah. We will be there at some point together, I guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, I think that experience is gonna be even cooler for you guys too, because you have the bike, right? Mm-hmm. And so you could like really adventure off and go to like some wild areas with the bike, mm-hmm. you know, while your your stuff is set up with other people. Yeah. And like you don't have to worry about something happening to your rig and you could just like take off on the bike and go explore like a hidden beach maybe that nobody else sees, you know, just like by looking at the map, yep. you know, you could kind of see where ro- roads go and stuff and you could just like explore different places on that bike. Yeah, I think the dirt bike is really going to come in useful. Uh, and then also, you, you know, town runs, of course, you know, errands, but yeah, the, the exploration we're really looking forward to. And we were just talking to an, an, another couple that's here at Schooly Palooza and they're also going down. And so originally we were going to go through Nogales and then, you know, jet over down to Baja, but now I think we're going to come back up and go through Mexicali with them. Mm-hmm. So it's like we get to go with another group, and 
Because so many people are like, oh, don't go to Mexico, don't go to Mexico, it's unsafe and stuff. But it's like, the reality is a, a lot of the people that are saying don't go haven't been there. Yeah. Right. You know, and so it's a really different, like, experience to, like, come to school and, like, ask, like, you guys, you know, who have been there, mm-hmm. like, plenty of times. And you're like, oh, no, totally fine as long as you know where to go and, and this and that. And so, like, having those resources to not just, like, like you know, just yeah. go, like. And if you have a question about it, you ask, you reach out. And, yeah. and this community yeah. really helps mm-hmm. answer those questions. Yeah, and, like, I would even say Baja, you really don't have to, like, be too cautious on where you go. You can pretty much go anywhere in Baja. It's uh, it's really safe, right. you know. And <laughs> like, from our, our experience and from a lot of people that we talk to, we know a lot of people that have, like, have crazy overlanding rigs that have, like, decked out, you know, fuel and, like, they could go a thousand miles, you know. So <laughs> they could, like, trek all the way across to areas where nobody else explores and they're, like, photographers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they sit out there for, you know, three weeks at a time and until they need to come back for, uh, you know, a resupply up. And um, wow. and they, they never really have any issues, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really all about being polite and kind, you know, mm-hmm. just being just being good people. Yeah. And you'll be able to uh, avoid most of that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of common sense and a and a good smile makes it makes a, <laughs> makes it go a long way. Yeah. So then after Baja, what are the plans kind of after that? So after Baja, we are going to head towards Texas. There's a totality eclipse happening. Uh, the the totality eclipse in April eighth. Yeah, my mom's been jamming about that. Mm-hmm. She's very excited. <laughs> yeah, we are very excited. Uh, and actually, some of our family who don't do any van life, uh, they are making the effort to go out there and, and set up like a camp uh, right in the band. And so we're planning on joining them um, just north of Austin, I believe. Very cool. What exactly is a totality eclipse? So, totality eclipse. Um, so when you put on the glasses and you see the you know the crescent mm-hmm. you know of the sun. And then, but it just keeps going and keeps going. And then at the moment where the sun actually disappears, it it's daylight. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's nighttime. It's full moon brightness, but dark, quiet, drops 15 degrees immediately. Whoa. And it's so surreal. All the birds stop chirping. All the bugs stop chirping. It's it, the people that I was with when I saw it in 2017 couldn't even get words out for the first couple of seconds Whoa. because it was just such an event. And that one only lasted a minute and 30 seconds or something along those lines. This one, I think, is like a couple minutes. Like Whoa. two, three, four minutes. So basically, it's a total eclipse of the sun. A total eclipse of the sun. And uh, to the point song. where you don't need... That's a total eclipse of the heart. Oh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> uh, and you don't Same need, feeling. Don't need glasses during that you know, brief moment, but definitely on the tail end, so you yeah. want to make sure that you have your glasses ready because you do not want to be looking at the sun when it, when when it does. Yeah, like staring at the sun yes. for 10 minutes before yeah. it happens. Yes, exactly. So, but the the darkness, while there's still a sliver, is almost unnoticeable to the naked eye, and as soon as that, that last sliver disappears in the totality, mm. it's phenomenal. The only thing I could think about is, like, I don't want to pull a vortex happening at the same time, and then it drops 15 degrees, yeah. and then you're like, oh my god, everything's freezing. <laughs> yeah. immediately. It feels like that almost, so, yeah. yeah. When, so, when is we'll that? hope for like, clear skies. Yeah. I, it is the morning, I believe, of the 8th. I, I need a double check. I think that sounds right to me. I'm pretty sure it's... What yeah. month? April. Uh, April. April? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, coming up cool. in a couple months. Uh, and that, that one actually huh. goes all the way from Texas, I believe, the direction of the travel of that eclipse is... Um, for the United States starts in Texas and goes I think, all the way up to Maine. 
Um, oh, wow. So my parents are in Canada, stuff. like oh, yeah. Toronto, yes. and they were saying that they'll be able to see it there. Yes. Well, wow. that's so yeah. so that's it's an East Coast one, which is really, really exciting. So yeah. Oh, it looks like we'll be on the East Coast probably at that point in time. <laughs> yeah, my mom actually already asked. She like sent me the link for the glasses. She's like, buy them now because the closer we get, the more likely they are to be out of stock. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's making some dough, though. We got to make some glasses. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but like, uh, so... For for us, we'll probably be in Canada, uh, ish. Hopefully, we get to experience that. You know, super awesome event. Um, she's so chatty right I now. I love yeah. it so much. It's so yeah, she hears all us talking, and she wants to join. She's part of the combo. Oh, she just spit up. <laughs> <laughs> so after the totality event, we'll yeah. we'll we're heading back up to Oregon. We have quite a few weddings that we're going to be taking care of all through the Pacific Northwest, uh, including Spokane, Washington. So we get to travel a bit more, which is perfect for our kind of lifestyle with the van. And, and uh, this year we expanded into photography. And so we're really excited about, we have a couple of photography weddings also, or both. We actually have one that's video and photography. Oh, cool. So we're really excited about rebranding re uh, our business into the Val. So, and then Next year, we're coming to school, no matter what. We're figuring out how to get back down uh, to the warmer climates mm -hmm. for next year. Well, so it sounds like by then your wedding season will be over, right? So, But that's so cool. We've been talking since we've been here about how, you know, over the last couple of years, you've been really figuring the business out and figuring out how to, you know work it on the road so like yeah you have to be a little bit more stationary during wedding season but now you're kind of figuring out how to kind of incorporate some travel into the weddings yep. and you've been talking about elopements and like traveling for elopements so really like making your business fit your lifestyle yeah and so it's actually really funny because like obviously like in van life you don't have a lot of room and space you know for storage and things like that and my clothing area is like stuffed to the brim because when we went on this road trip we're like oh like we'll go to white sands we'll go to like hopefully yosemite like we're gonna go to baja so we brought like a we brought a whole wedding dress <laughs> and we brought like all these like dresses for photo shoots like a 14 foot long train dress oh my goodness <laughs> All this stuff. <laughs> and so we're just like, we were joking You gotta about bust it. one out here in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get very dusty. We yes. were joking about it. We're like, we should just like have a cardboard sign and like hold it up when we go to like cool places and be like, we'll take your photos for free. We have dresses. Like, yeah. I'll just like to have like amazing couples photo shoots in Please, gorgeous spots. Come, in, come into my van, change into a dress, and then we will take photos <laughs> uh -huh. of you in this beautiful spot. We're That's still working on the details fun. of that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's iron those out. Let's, I yeah. feel my first thought is that you should post on craigslist in oh. the city that you're in oh that is so like, smart looking for a model and then you know if you're going to be there for like a week or two or whatever you could hopefully find somebody that would you know be more modely that is yes. so smart and yeah. there's always people looking for like a free photo shoot and like stuff for their you know? like uh what's called like a portfolio or whatever mm -hmm. so if the photos are obviously going to be amazing so then if they could use those for their portfolio or whatever like yeah, and we would love to help somebody else out also and, and have it mutually beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I would say, like, if you guys out there are looking to maybe elope or have a wedding somewhere, uh, Tally and Trina are, uh, just have amazing energy, and they'll make your experience so fun. And so I would definitely look into into the vow and check them out and, you know, hire them possibly, you know. Wherever your wedding is going to be. be. We will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's drive or fly, we'll go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And uh, if it's a drive thing, then you get to see the van too. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that you call it a van because it's a box truck. It is. It's <laughs> I, I, it's technically a box van, and I just don't like saying that. So it's yeah. it's either the van or it's the box truck. <laughs> right. We call everything a van. We're in the trailer right now, and we're still calling it van life. Yeah. 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 Trailer life. I know. <laughs> it's hard because, you know, we're F&A van life, but now we've been in two vans, but now we're in an RV, and then we're in a trailer, and then we might be in a bus, so then yeah. it's like, well, everything's just van life. Yeah. Let's yeah. just go with that's, that. That's 100% truth. It's so fun being at Schoolie Palooza, too, and, like, getting to walk around and see everyone's, like, different builds. Like, we uh, met this one guy, Brad. Box truck, similar to ours, much bigger, much roomier, you know, and so it's like so fun to like go to other people's rigs and almost like you're like we're shopping for our next rig, right? Basically of like getting ideas of how we want to like adjust ours to like oh these cabinets worked really well, oh those lights didn't work very well, and like mm-hmm. being able to like like just like see so many ideas from so many other creatives, mm-hmm. it's really fun. We're we're already planning like a next build, like, right? We don't know when that's gonna be. But that's when the dangerous happens. part of schooly <laughs> is that you're like ooh I want that I want that I want yeah. that how am I gonna make that happen? Basically, yeah, shopping, yep. <laughs> yeah. But I love the way that you guys have utilized your space because you are in quite a small box, we really, are. which I'm sure is nice for, like, getting through towns and cities and, like, being very mobile. Mm-hmm. But then for your actual living space, you know, it's not a lot. So I love what you did with your bed lift and then the seating area underneath because it really, like, opens up the space and allows you to, like, actually live in there, mm-hmm. you know. And then you have – I would do you call it, like, day mode, night mode kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically party mode. <laughs> yeah. Party um, mode. Yep. Just like most people, we definitely leave the bed down more often than we'd like to sure. admit. But we had five people in there having dinner last night. That's and nice. I put the bed up, and we had seating for everybody, and we were able to make dinner for everyone, and it was it was it worked out wonderfully. Yeah, you'd be surprised. We've had eight people in there at one point, and like. It's, it's such a small little box, so there's, like, four different conversations going on, and we're all just, like, laughing, because you can barely hear the person next right. to you. We're all, it was such good energy. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we love the way that the build came out. It is only nine and a half feet by six and a half feet, but it fits into every parking spot. We parked in parallel park in the cities with almost no issue. I put a backup camera, which made a very big difference for us. And we have the bike on it this time, so that yeah. adds a, a new dimension to our travels and a little bit more length, but we still fit into a, a regular size parking spot, which is pretty hard to beat. That's wild. So. Yeah. Just like your box adds a different dimension, our baby adds a different dimension to this podcast. <laughs> you know, she's it. just chatting away with us. Uh, but if you had, if you guys have any advice for anybody that's living in this or wants to live into this, get into this lifestyle, what's the advice that you could give to them uh, that can make it easier, whether it's build wise or just you know something you wish you knew? Yeah, I would definitely say start you know start your Instagram or even your personal page and reach out to people that fit your style of what. You, there's so many different ways to build. There's so many yeah. different rigs to start with. And just start following different accounts and reach out. There's so many good people in this community that will would love to help you with your journey on deciding whether you want a shuttle bus or a full-size bus or a van or a car. There's, there's people that do this life in any kind of way, and the community is absolutely incredible. Do you have anything to add to that? That was my. That was me. <laughs> I got, my piece of advice is more for, like, couples that want to do, like, van life and stuff is, like, um, Tally and I have been talking about it and we've started this build what like three years ago three and a half years ago and honestly doing van life has taught us so much about like communicating to each other and mm. like truly learning to just like say exactly like what you're thinking or like cause like he'll be like you know in the hallway or tiny little hallway and I'll be sitting on the bed and it's like 
you can't really get past the other person to like grab something on the counter and so being able to say like oh hey can you please hand me that or you know like like figuring out how to communicate is honestly like the best thing you can possibly do and it's like and I don't that, know if that's advice mm-hmm. or not. That, 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 is. Is. that transfers <laughs> into everything and you know all parts of that relationship is yeah having the communication and the comfortability to talk and say hey mm-hmm. like we are in a very small space and we can basically touch each other at all times. Yeah. Like we really need to, you know, work on, you know, being able to talk and help each other out. Yeah. And, it, and it's such a teamwork. Yeah, it really is. And you could, it could be like a make or break it type of, you know, situation for your relationship. So mm-hmm. if you learn how to communicate with one another, your relationship's going to grow and become way more beautiful than you ever thought it could be. But also that exact opposite thing could happen. It could literally break your relationship mm-hmm. with the person that you're with. And you're not with them anymore, you know, because you can't live in that space. And it's, it's, sorry, I was going to say, it's one thing to communicate when you're in a good mood, but it's also very important to learn how to communicate when you're in a bad mood. (laughs) Because bad moods bounce off those walls real hard, real fast. And then, like, you know, you have to be able to, like, figure out, like, okay, how do I tell you what I need in a way that's not, like, you know... Too abrasive. Or, like, yes. you know when you get angry at somebody, but you're not really angry at them, you're angry at something else, but then you take it out on your partner and blah, 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 and then yes, you're in a small yes. space, and then they lash back out, and then, and then it yes. just becomes this, like, thing, and it's, like, if you can't figure out how to make that work or, like, say things in a nice way or diffuse yourself so that you can actually get your feelings out that's not, like, yelling at the other person. Mm. More communication is so much better than yes. no communication. Yes. Like, over-communicate. <laughs> we've been in the van for a while now, on and off, um, just due to engine issues, but we've noticed that we are very getting very good at, hey, I'm really hungry. I'm kind of on edge. It's not you. I just need some food. I might need a minute. Right. I'm just going to be on my phone for a couple minutes. And I just yeah. kind of need to reset. Yeah. And that, just having that communication of recognizing exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. That I'm just kind of irritated. And it's not really at them. Mm-hmm. But they're doing things that are annoying. Yeah. But it's not them. It's, You're never annoying. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but then you, real, you, you can recognize that. And, and when you get to a spot, you can actually voice that. And that's okay. And that's right. okay to admit that. We normally say it's either food, sleep, or sex. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those three things that you need. Dope. If you haven't done one of them do it and uh, you'll feel a lot better and the communication will be better you know life will just feel much better after that uh but yeah I, i think that's all great advice i love what alex said too in the sense of like when you're mad because that's the thing that you know people aren't understanding when we're talking about the communication aspect it's in all different feelings that you have well that's when you say the meanest things that cut the deepest yeah yeah and I would even go as far as to, like, when both of you guys are mad, you know, or both of us or are Or something's going wrong, like the engine isn't working, or, you know, how do you deal with these situations? Yeah. It really puts your relationship, like, to the test, mm-hmm. which is, you know, since we got here at Schoolie, we've been learning about all these couples that we knew over the last couple of years that aren't together anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can kind of, like... That's part of it. You're like, oh, some of them were surprised about, and some yeah. of them were like, ooh, yeah, saw we kind of saw that. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So I would basically just say that van life um, makes the emotions higher. Whatever yeah. those emotions yeah. are, it's you're amplified. Yeah. But and that me- the lows are low, but that means that the highs are high. Like yeah. when you're happy, it's like I can't even like explain the emotions of like when we like pull up to a lake, you know, and like you just get to open the door, and literally your backyard is this gorgeous lake that nobody else is on. No one's like around you, and you just get to like be there in that moment with each other, like. There's nothing else that beats it. It's so great. Yeah. 
Everly agrees. Everly agrees. Yeah. 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 Uh, agrees. On that note, guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You guys are both amazing people. And we're so glad that we had the opportunity to meet you guys. Uh, yeah, man. Just thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for having us. It was so rad to like mm. finally get to meet you after all these years. And... Everly agrees. Everly, we love you we too. Yeah. Absolutely amazed and, and blessed to be here and, and meet you guys. And yeah. thank you so much for having us. We'll see you on the road. That's right. Hope everybody's listening has... Wait, how do I say? Hope... <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank you. We hope you all have an F&A day. Band life, YouTube channel, what they do. Everybody's got to get money. Everybody's about to get money. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel. F-N-A Van Life. All that.